Hey, I'm Rebecca. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody who has made my past four years so incredible. Um, I miss you guys so much. Especially when I was a freshman, I showed up to RUF Weekly without knowing anyone. I was that unknown face in the crowd. I never really connected with anyone, but I kept going back to large group. There was a voice in the back of my head that just wanted me to go and to be there. And my biggest advice for anyone that's just like me, trying to ignore that voice telling you to show up at large group, is don't ignore that voice. Keep going back, even if you do have every excuse in the book. Maybe God has something incredible to say to you in that particular sermon or small group. You may not know anyone, but you could be sitting next to your future best friends. My biggest takeaway from sophomore year is that RUF is a safe place for you to name your frustrations and ask really tough questions. Sometimes I felt like a total heathen walking into large group, feeling like people were judging me because they knew I liked to go out. But I just want to encourage you, ministry can happen in a frat basement, at a bar, while drinking. I'm not saying it's for everyone, but sometimes you have to, you, sometimes those have been the places where I felt God at work the most, because you can meet people where they are in a place that's fun and comfortable. And John Ellis and the interns will totally support you in that. They want, you to, they want to answer your hard questions about if it's okay to drink, how to approach your non-Christian friends, how to be light in the darkness. My junior spring coming back from abroad was by far my hardest semester. I realized I was pouring into so many different things that I started running out of energy. I realized that most of my friendships at Wake were very surface level, and I started craving deeper friendships and support. I never really let myself be vulnerable because I never felt like I had an outlet where it was okay to take down that typical Wake Forest front that everything was perfect. RUF gave me a safe space and deep relationships. Through small groups, long talks with Ellis and John, and God-given new friendships, I learned how to be vulnerable and started to heal, and it made a world of difference coming into my senior year. Senior year has been my favorite year at Wake, and I'm so thankful to everyone who has made it so incredible. My biggest advice to rising seniors is to take advantage of literally every opportunity. As we learned from COVID, you never truly know when your last large group will be or your last LR Thursday. And continue to be light. You have so much wisdom under your belts from the past couple of years. So don't be afraid to share it because we all have so much to learn from you. Anyway, thanks guys. I miss you all so much. Hey RUF, um, I just wanted to share how God has grown me in college. He has grown me in college through my friends and RUF pivotally pushed me my faith. When I first came to Wake, I was a shy freshman who did not have many people I could confide in about my faith or really anything else. Since I had to take my spring off my spring of my freshman year off for many different reasons, I did not have a sense of community at Wake until the middle of my sophomore fall. My friends in RUF really brought me into their friend group and I got to share my testimony with them and they shared theirs theirs with me. Every time I get a meal, a meal with someone in RUF, we always end up praying over a meal. It has been impactful in my life since I did not like to pray in public, let alone pray in the pit during meal times. I went through a really difficult time during the winter break of my junior year. When I came back to wake that junior spring, I was overwhelmed with the amount of support I received from my friends in RUF. If it weren't for RUF, I'm, I'm not sure I would be graduating when I am, or if I would be gradu graduating from wake at all. <coughs> at all. I'm so thankful for all the RUF friends and leadership who have been a light for me in really dark times in my faith and in my life. I love the RUF senior class so much and I'm blessed with these lifelong friends I've made in RUF. 
Thank y'all. Bye. Hey friends. Um, it's a privilege to see all of your faces again. Um, to be with you and to be asked to share with you one last time. Um, I'm thankful for all of you. Thankful for the way in which the Lord has moved in my life through all of you. Um, and for the way I know him better because I know you. Um, when John asked us to think about what RUF meant to us over these past four years, um, thoughts flooded my head. But if I had to narrow it down to one thing, what RUF meant to me is a place of rest, a place of belonging, and is a place of love. Friends, many of you know me, you know that I led Young Life for the four years I was at Wake, um, but that didn't stop John from pursuing me. Um, and that didn't stop RUF from being a place where I was fed every Tuesday night. Um, every Tuesday I knew I could walk into the green room and I would experience the Lord there. Um, that I would be able to worship him. That I would hear his words spoken over me. That I would receive his grace through the benediction. And that I would see his face through the friends around me. Guys, I can't encourage you enough to show up every Tuesday night. On Tuesdays, we have a chance to experience God. To stop, to take a break from our busy lives, and to rest in his arms. To rest in his embrace, and to hear his truth. Friends, at RUF, you will be fed you will receive the word of the Lord and you will be surrounded by his body. You'll be surrounded by a community that loves you. Even if you don't feel loved there yet. Friends, showing up takes a commitment and it takes stepping out on a limb sometimes. But I'm telling you, show up on Tuesday nights and you will see the Lord move in your life. You'll be surrounded by a group of people who love you unconditionally, who won't always be perfect, but who will ask for forgiveness, who will show you grace and forgiveness, and who will walk through life with you step by step as you figure out what it looks like to be a student at Wake. So if I had to choose a final thing, I would say, Continue to show up. Continue to take time out of your busy schedules to rest, to enjoy what the Lord has for you, and to experience Him every Tuesday night. Thanks. Hey y'all, my name is Emily Beasel, and I've been a part of RUF since freshman year. Over the past four years, RUF has given me some of my best friends amazing mentors, and an incredible community of like-minded people to help me grow my faith. So when I was thinking about what advice I would give to underclassmen, the thing that popped into my head was what I try to tell myself daily, and that is that my identity is not grounded in people or things on earth, but in Christ. If you're anything like me, you might have tried to define yourself by the grades you get, the friends that you have, the clubs that you're a part of, or the fraternity or sorority that you're in. But I have learned that putting my identity in these things can only lead to disappointment and a feeling of inferiority, especially at a place like Wake where everyone is so seemingly perfect. 
So what I would encourage all of you tonight is to remember that your worth is not determined by the material or physical things of this world, but it is in Christ. Thank you to everyone who's played such an amazing role in my life and experience at Wake Forest. I'll miss y'all so much. Bye. Hello, RUF family. Um, my name is Jackson, and I'm a graduating senior this year. Uh, I just wanted to offer a huge thanks to all of you and John and everyone else who's been a part of my college uh, four years. It's been a great time. Uh, thank you for ever to everyone who has provided such a great community. Uh, RUF has meant so much to me and the fact that everyone can come together and be comfortable with each other. That's a very powerful thing. Uh, one piece of advice that I would love to share with all the underclassmen is to be confident. Uh, being confident in yourself and being confident in your faith and what you believe in, in times of such insecurity as this uh, can be a very powerful thing. It can be a great witness to other people. So I would just challenge everyone to be confident in who you are and your faith and never try to go a day without smiling and being grateful for what God has given us. Thank you guys so much. Hey y'all, it's eight o'clock on Tuesday and I'm here at the green room. Um, it's not the green room that I'd like to be and it's not the eight o'clock I'd like it to be. It's 8 a.m. here and um, I'm really missing normal and I'm wishing that we could be together to, to share this moment. It was something I was really looking forward to. Um, but I'll briefly share some things that I had to say. Um, I really have a lot to say um, because the stories of where we've seen God at work just never get old. And that's a testament to our father. Um, but I'd like to, to share three things. I'd like to share um, that RUF has been amazing and that um, it's, it's the initial way that God revealed himself to me. Um, generally, I think um, the way that I can pinpoint um, by giving me friends that um, that could demonstrate just how awesome God was, how sinful I am, um, and that that Jesus bridged the gap between me and the Father. Um, RUF has been my segue to the church, which is the second thing. Um, I really encourage all y'all to consider um, making a commitment to a church. Ben Milner at um, Salem Prez shared with me that there's two covenants that you make in your life. Um, I didn't even know what that meant, um, but it sounded like something to take seriously. Um, those two covenants are marriage and, and joining church. So um, I just really encourage you all to talk to people that you know and love and trust um, about making those steps um, because it, it was a wild ride for me um, and it's completely changed my view on um, a lot of things um, or gave me a heart for for God's people and um, the body of Christ um, in a new way and um, I was so glad that I, I made those vows to the church and would seriously um, recommend that that y'all consider it if you have any questions you can ask Andrew Mooney about uh, more of my perspective um, he knows it but um, I'd also just like to echo something that Myers McKinney said last year. Um, Myers is a, a good friend and he, he talked about prayer um, and compared it to, to a dance and that prayer is the ultimate dance of life. And um, yeah, I'm not a good prayer, but um, 
I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't pray enough. Um, I don't know that any of us do. Um, but it's been such a humbling experience to learn how to yield uh, to the Father um, and to, to go on that, on that walk with him, to go, go through that dance with him and allow him to lead me. Um, I'd encourage all y'all on that. Um, and in summary, I'd just say that, that RUF has been the greatest part of my Wake Forest experience. Um, Salem Presbyterian, thank you. Um, been the greatest part of my, of my Winston-Salem experience. And um, thank you, Jesus, um, for allowing me to be able to, to talk to you and um, live with you. Hi, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Sarah Wilder and um, I'm a senior, obviously. RUF really has had um, a profound impact on both me and my time at Wake. Um, going into college, I prayed for community because I never really had friends who just texted me, what can I pray for you for? Or people who asked um, to go on walks and really asked me how I'm doing and dig into my life. And I didn't have anyone to go to church with. And so coming into college, that's all I really wanted to find because I knew it was out there and I knew it was possible to find. I just wanted it and I didn't know where to get it. And I found RUF and it has been the best experience. And no matter what has changed throughout my life, RUF has stayed constant and every Tuesday has stayed the same. And I can always expect a text from John or Ellis, um, originally Taylor for us seniors, but to ask me how I was doing and ask me how can they pray for me and ask me if I wanted to talk, which has meant the world and is something that is so special to have, to have people who are so intentional about your life and about you and constantly seeking you and sh pointing you directly towards the Lord is just so special. And so um, never take that for granted. Always remember of the special thing we have here at Wake and through RUF. And um, if I could give you any words of advice for the future is um, be that person for someone else. See how um, people love you and how it makes you feel and do the same for other people because it'll transform you, your relationships, and your life. And that's something that RUF has taught me. Hey guys, RUF has placed a profound impact in my college experience and bolstered my connection with God's unbridled love. I am forever grateful for the fellowship created through the Lord's Word and cherish having a place on campus where all feel welcomed. Um, one really big impact RUF has had on me has been um, the reminder from so many people of uh, the power of hope and of grace um, in all of our lives. And yeah, I just can't say how much that's meant to me. Um, and I think that for somebody, especially who's new or maybe it's their first time um, or have never been to RUF before, uh, I think that those things are really worth investigating always. Um, and so I really don't think you'll regret it. Um, I don't really know what to say about RUF because there's so much. Um, you talk about how young and lost I was and how RUF was the smartest thing I ever started doing when I got to college. Um, how it was a place where I found friends um, who were loving and kind and not just people that I laughed with, but people that um, I'm able to 
rejoice with and cry with and um, people who are going to be in my wedding. Um, and I mean, the main thing that I want to tell people who are going to get to go back to Wake is that God is faithful. Um, God is working. He's on the move. Um, and that prayer is the most powerful, impactful, and wonderful thing that you can do on any given day. Um, there's things that God has taught me through RUF and through the community here that um, I just can't fit into a short video. Um, but he is powerful and has power and he enables us to change into people that um, are just so much better than who we were before knowing Jesus. And RUF is in a place where I have really been able to um, encounter Jesus and ask tough questions and bring up my doubts and um, wrestle. And uh, it's just, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Take advantage of it. Dive head first um, and pray, 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 pray. I love you guys. Um, and I'll miss you and I'll see you next fall when I come visit. Hey y'all, hope you're doing well and staying safe. You know, looking back at my time at Wake, I think that some of the greatest advice I could give you guys is to simply be vulnerable. It sounds easy, but it's actually really hard in practice. Use this time at Wake to get comfortable being vulnerable with those around you. Be vulnerable when something makes you uncomfortable. Say something when your faith is challenged. Pray for people, specifically pray with people. Be bold and pray with people in the pit, on the quad, at social events. I have found that I enjoy my time at Wake far more when I was actively being vulnerable with everyone around me instead of keeping large parts of who I am behind closed doors. So I would challenge you to take advantage of your time at Wake to be vulnerable and allow your faith and relationships to grow through, your through that vulnerability. I hope that you guys have, had, have a great rest of the semester and a very fruitful time at Wake. Go Deeks! Hey guys, Jay Dixon here. Um, just wanted to let you all know that I miss you. Um, I'm thankful for each one of y'all um, and give you a little bit of encouragement um, and wisdom uh, during this time. Um, thankful for RUF in um, ways that are impossible to even put into words. Um, it's taught me how to serve, how to love others, um, and the importance of community um, and friendships that uh, I, I didn't really have before college, um, and that's something that I am grateful for. Um, each one of y'all have had an impact on my experience at Wake. Um, it's something that I will always cherish. Um, I'm thankful for John. Uh, listen to him. He's brilliant. I'm thankful for all the talks um, that I've had with him. Um, I encourage y'all to find, find people, find your community, um, Go on walks, hang out, play basketball, sign up for things, um, just enjoy the time and cherish um, the little moments of your time at Wake. Um, I'm thankful that y'all put up with all my Scott's Tots emails, um, my Super Bowl party with the family last year, um, my name tag questions. That's something that kind of happened uh, while I was at Wake. Um, I hope it continues um, on and come up with uh, new ones. And that's something that I always 
uh, really enjoy doing and um, put a lot of thought into it. So um, someone please continue that um, and just um, hope you all enjoy the rest of your time at college. Woo! Okay, you guys know that I'm not going to be able to fit everything that I want to say into this video, but I do just want to tell you how much you mean to me and um, share some of the things that I've learned over the past four years and um, just tell you how much I'll miss you and how much I miss you already. Um, you all have just been the most special community um, to me the past four years, and you have been um, a refuge from some of the toughest parts of college and you have been a source of real comfort for me and uh, rest and um, you have been the source of so much um, joy and laughter and you've taught me how to play and um, you have just taught me about some of the most meaningful parts of um, life and what it means to live life together and um, when I think about you all, I just kind of realize that um, there has been no sweeter picture to me of Jesus and um, who he is to us because he is all those things to us. He is um, a place of rest and he's a place of comfort and he's a place of joy and um, the freedom that we have in him is what enables us to laugh um, and enables us to experience sorrow together and know that we have hope. Um, and I'm just so thankful for you all and um, you mean um, so much to me and are the greatest gift that the Lord has given me. Um, and I, if I, if I think about what I've learned um, over the past four years, I, I think um, our community is broken and it's not perfect. And I think I spent a lot of time over the course of college um, trying to make my relationships perfect and trying to make um, our community perfect and panicking when something went wrong. And um, in hindsight, I think I just have learned and been taught because of the grace of others um, the way that our community will never be perfect because it's a community made up of broken people. But because Jesus has forgiven us, we get to forgive each other and we get to forgive each other quickly and we get to apologize quickly, and um, that is the greatest, the greatest gift because that means that um, even when there's disunity, even when there's dysfunction, um, the Lord himself is what um, draws us back to one another again. And um, I think looking back, uh, some of my favorite moments of my friendships have been the moments where um, there's been forgiveness and there's been a real experience of grace and um, that is just a really clear picture of the gospel and so I just encourage you guys to um, forgive one another. Another one of the great gifts that keeps coming up but um, that the Lord has given me is that I don't have to say goodbye just yet. Um, next year I will be at Wake Forest as a Wake Forest fellow in the OPCD and um, I just want to share with you guys to end um, a picture that has just been really helping me a lot as I'm missing you all a lot. Um, and it is just the, the thought of the feeling that we'll have when we're all together again. Um, the feeling of a reunion that we've gotten little tastes of, I think, whenever the summer ends or whenever the Christmas break ends or something like that. Um, but that that is just a taste of what it will be like when we are all together again. Um, 
And to think that God has given us these glimpses of glory, that he's given us these glimpses of um, what it will be like when we are all together again in heaven and um, we get to be together with um, an even richer and an even deeper and an even fuller um, community than he's even given us now. And um, I miss you all so much and I look forward to that day. I love you all. Hi guys, my name is Elena. For those of you that I didn't get the chance to meet, um, I wish that I did. I wish I was standing in front of you right now um, and was able to look around all the faces, see all the people that I love so dearly and know well and the people that I wish I could come up and um, meet afterwards. Um, if there's anything that this whole coronavirus season has taught me, it's that I value seeing all of your faces. I value the relationships that I'm able to have. I, value be able to walk past one of you on the quad and be, hey, what's up, and keep walking. Um, I have learned many lessons through these relationships, and God has taught me one really important one that I want to share with you. Um, starting in high school, I went to a private Christian high school and was surrounded by people who I knew were believers, and I didn't have to hide that I was a Christian or hide um, that I loved Jesus. And coming into college, I had the voices in my head that... Um, the stereotypes that you have to hide your faith when you go to college, hide that relationship with Jesus with others. And um, I was really excited to come to Wake, but had those in my head. And when I came, I immediately met um, some of my best friends, people that I'm comfortable with and love Jesus with me. And um, we were able to challenge each other, keep each other accountable and be comfortable. Um, but I realized even after I built these relationships that it wasn't over. I had to keep meeting people. Um, and wanted to keep spreading that love of Jesus to people who didn't know Jesus. But I felt the pressure of I have to share it perfectly. Um, what if I mess it up? I'm not back in my high school where everyone has heard the same Bible classes, um, gone to the same Sunday schools to know what's being taught. What if I'm talking to people who know nothing and I mess it up? Um, and I've learned that God will share his gospel perfectly, that he will, um, he will work through you and you don't have to do it yourself. So you never have to feel the pressure to do it um, in a way that you're gonna mess everything up. I learned this through the relationships I've built with a lot of people outside of RUF, outside of our sphere, um, that they have um, become my best friends that I am comfortable with um, and was able to build a space that I showed my love for them, I empathize with them, they are my people as well and I was able to open up an area without realizing it that made them know I was a follower of Jesus and they would question me on it. Um, it's something I have been um, really grateful for in college because I was able to discover discover the way you can um, share the light without doing it yourself. Um, and once you're built in that comfortable space, you can feel welcome. Um, talk about Jesus and the ways that you love him and the ways that he's helped you and challenged you. Um, so freshmen, sophomore, juniors, I encourage you keep meeting people. Don't stop. Um, meet as many people as you can and share the light and the love that you all have in Jesus um, to them so that they will ask questions. Um, as far as post-wake, I am getting married actually, which is really exciting in January and um, Andrew and I are moving to Wisconsin in July. I have a job um, who at Epic which is does all the software in hospitals across the country so um, quite important right now. Um, 
I am ready for an adventure, um, but I'm so grateful for the 3.75 years I had at Wake and even now. Um, I love you all and I will cherish all the relationships I've built with you guys forever. Bye. Hey everyone, my name is Rebecca Parsons and I have been involved with RUF for four years here at Wake. And I want to say that RUF has been the defining part of my college years. The very first people that I met at Summit were RUF people. Um, Taylor, the, inter the girls intern at the time, was one of the very first people I met. And I was extremely homesick. And this homesickness didn't end once I got on campus. And once again, RUF people were there to reach out to me and make me feel really welcome when I was going through a hard time. Um, they welcomed me on campus, reached out to me, and I'm also thankful for RUF because it's where I've met some of my best friends, and um, not just my best friends, but close friends and even acquaintances. And some of the most important things that they have taught me was the importance of being vulnerable and um, talking about our successes and failures in our Christian walks together, because that's very important. We're not perfect people and we need to learn from each other. Um, Lots of people at RUF have shown me grace in this way. And one of my biggest takeaways for RUF um, was to be welcoming and to form intentional relationships with one another. Because you never know who needs a friend and you never know how God is going to work through you in another person's life. So going ahead, both me and all of you all, whether you're graduating or not, um, I would just urge you to make relationships with people who are on the fringe of RUF, um, invite people to RUF, and just make them feel welcome because that's what Jesus would want. That's what Jesus does to us. He welcomes us in even when we don't deserve it. Um, RUF to me has really been kind of a place of, of lasting friendship. Um, you know, it's a place of community. It's a place where you really can uh, just be yourself with people who are some of the most authentic people I know. In fact, I'm I'm really kind of honored uh, to, to, you know, consider them some of the uh, my best friends in, in the entire world. Um, I think that's something really special. I would say there's there really is something special about RUF in terms of its ability to develop that friendship. Um, you know, before I was even a student here, uh, when I was a junior in high school, uh, like a friend of a friend knew this guy uh, named John Allen, who was uh, a president's intern, Nathan O'Hatch's intern at the time. And uh, so we grabbed lunch when I was visiting and he said, you know, I probably made uh, 10 lifelong friends in college. And uh, of those 10, eight of them came from RUF. And so I figured, you know, okay, I should check this place out. Like if it really is, if it is that big of a deal. Um, and I did. And, you know, four years later, like, you know, one of the best decisions of my entire life, um, the friendships I've made through that, the, the community that was built out of that um, is something that I truly, truly I could not have imagined uh, when I first went in uh, to school. And I think that that's something really special that I'm, I'm blessed with and that RUF has the ability to bless all of you with. Um, you know, I would kind of leave you with the, the same piece of advice that uh, John Allen gave to me is that, you know, now looking back on my college career, you know, there really isn't anything that would change. I, I loved, you know, the road that I developed through. Um, and, you know, I probably am leaving here as with, you know, every college student with probably 10 lifelong friends. Um, and eight of those people come from RUF. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity I've had to grow with them and uh, get to know them. And it really has been a true honor. 
Hey y'all, I'm Ellie Anderson, and I just wanted to share with you guys a little bit about my experience with RUF. Um, one thing throughout college that was always a constant for me was the RUF community. Uh, admits changing from high school senior to a freshman, coming back from abroad, um, joining a sorority. I've always had the RUF um, community as really a family. Uh, whether it's the people who lived across the hall from me, like Maisie and Catherine, um, I can still remember their kindness and their hospitality and how they've continued to do that throughout my wake experience, or whether it's Lily Morgan, who I've known forever and RUF has helped our relationship grow, and countless of other people. Um, I've always had the RUF community at my back, and that's one thing that I've really valued in my college experience. The other thing is just the power of intentional conversation. I used to think that that was reserved just for camp. Shout out to camp girls. Um, but what I realized is really that's how true friendships grow and that's how they're built. So um, that is one special thing that I've really taken away from the RUF community, getting to grow through hard and tough conversations and also seeing how God and works through that. So. That's been another really big blessing. Um, next year, I'm doing a Franklin Fellows program. So I'll be partnering with Christ Community Church. Um, I'll be taking Christian theology classes, uh, and also I'll be having an internship in the community. And I'm really ex excited to see how um, God works through me and also um, through the RUF community in the future. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Scott, in case you don't know me. Um, and I just wanted to share uh, a little bit about RUF and how it impacted uh, my life at Wake Forest. Um, so coming in to college, I don't think I really knew really who I was uh, to a lot of degrees. Um, and through the people I met my freshman year, um, John, um, and the ministry as a whole, I learned so much more about who I was and who I was uh, made to become. Um, and while I didn't necessarily serve and any ministry capacity with RUF, um, I think the lessons and the people that influenced my life um, clearly made it out. That was made for much more. Um, and so, yeah, thank you. What's up guys, it's Colton. Um, John asked us to share something we've learned, places we've grown, um, pieces of wisdom. Um, and truth be told, apart from Christ, I frankly have no wisdom to offer you at all. Um, but because I have Christ in me, uh, maybe there are a couple lessons to be learned here and there. Um, and I think that the first thing um, that that I'll share is is that the community at Wake um, is such a blessing. Um, Wake is such a special place. If you haven't figured it out, that out yet, um, you will. And if you think you figured it out yet, you don't. Um, and you won't until you're a senior and you're really processing what it's like to not have that be the the constant in your life living with um so many people that you trust and, and so many people that love you um and care for you it's the most surreal place um, i've ever been to and frankly is the closest thing to heaven i think we have on this side um of that and so take advantage of those people um Take advantage of your your friends that are there and live no more than a mile from you. Um, it's an incredible resource. I'm so thankful for the things that I was able to learn um, the years that I, I lived with guys in the house um, when Boys of Hoover was a thing and for the things that I've learned 
um, in the apartment this year with Rogie and Jay and Noah Edwards Throw and Stephen Lee um, about the Lord. It's something that I think that you see the Lord clearest through people, at least that's how I do. Um, and so go find people that you can see the Lord in and spend as much time with him as possible. Um, I'm thankful for guys like John and Dakota and Matt um, showing up in my life um, and pursuing me um, even when I couldn't come to REF on Tuesday nights uh, because I had Young Life dinners on Tuesday nights with guys that I'm pursuing in Winston. Um, they never made me feel excluded. Um, in fact, I felt more included because I was intentionally being invited every week. And, and um, John, I'm, I'm thankful for the walks through Ronaldo Village that we've got to take in where I've gotten to ask questions that are more theologically advanced than I have ever in a million years um, asked anyone else. And so I'm thankful for that. Those might have been routine walks for you, but they were um, foundational to me. And in Dakota, I could go on for the rest of however long talking about how great you are. Um, but I want to spend the rest of my little time. John told us four minutes max, so that means I got one minute and 20 seconds left, which means I want to steamroll this. Um, I want to talk about one guy uh, at Wake that I've seen the Lord in more clearly than anyone else. Um, and if I could give any advice to you, especially the guys at Wake, it would be to be like this guy. Um, and the guy's David Deeran. And if you know David Deeran, you know that he um, defines what it's like to unconditionally love the people around him. I don't think I've ever felt as comfortable, um, as safe, as loved as I do when I'm in the presence of Deeran. Um, he relentlessly pursues the people that he's friends with um, and he doesn't care about the status or the coolness factor of any of those people that he's pursuing he just wants to love on people and so my goodness if you know David um, you know that he is one of the closest things to Jesus I've ever seen um, and if you don't know David you should get to know him whether it be through reaching out to him or reaching out to other people um, be more like David Deeran um, that's my advice to you, um, is to go love people unconditionally, not because of who they are or how annoying they are, but because you're supposed to. And that is my time. Bye. Hello, my name is Maisie Holland, and I quickly discovered that I can't do this without reading it. Um, so I'm going to be reading this to you. I have learned that people come first, the body of Christ, the church, community. These are words or phrases that we say that are important to us. But because of RUF, I now know why they are so important. Over the last four years, we have sacrificed for one another. We have sat and listened to one another. We have prayed for one another. We have cried alongside of one another. We have learned next to one another. We have gone on adventures with one another. We have loved one another. We have looked out for one another. We have laughed with one another. We have danced with one another. We have broken bread with one another and we have confessed to one another and forgiven one another. We have invited others in together. We have spread the good news of Jesus together. So why do I and so many others in this graduating class love RUF? We love RUF because it is the name under which we have gathered and come together over the past four years. But I do not speak of RUF's name, but of Jesus's name. Without this community of believers, I feel empty. Time apart from Wake over the last four years, and especially now, has been spent longing for this community and to just be with one another. 
Over the last few years, because of the rich community of believers I have found through RUF, I have learned the necessity of vulnerability with one another and the depth of communion with one another that comes with that. Without this community, I am quicker to sin, quicker to doubt, quicker to anger, quicker to draw inside of myself. So my advice for all of you is to run toward one another this fall and deepen the community which you find yourselves in. Please do not take it for granted. I did that way too often. Regarding my plans for the fall, after Coleman and I get married this summer, we will be moving to St. Louis, Missouri, where I'll be attending law school at WashU, and I will let Coleman tell you his plans. I love you all. It is with deep sadness and grief that I say these words over a video instead of in person. I wish more than anything I could be with you all and yearn to hug each of you. But by the grace of God, I hope we can reunite soon, and I look forward to that day. Hey, y'all. For those of you that I haven't met, I'm David Wolf. Uh, when John emailed us a couple weeks ago to come up with something to say for this, I went for a walk, as John often suggests, and started to think about all the good things RUF has been for me. I thought about how everyone I've lived with since after freshman year has been involved with RUF one way or another. I thought about all the great conversations I've had with John, interns, or friends in RUF. And I thought about how I had the chance to spend my senior year spring break with a bunch of guys I've come to know and love through RUF. While this may sound a little strange at first, I then started to think about the not-so-wonderful sides of RUF and how they've impacted me. Now, don't get me wrong. I love RUF. I love this organization, and I love the people that make it up. But we are people. We're sinful. As a result, any group or organization that we make up is going to have flaws. For example, I'm sure a lot of people watching right now have felt a little guiltier, not Christian enough, walking into large group or small group. I know I have. The beauty of this is that, like I said, most of y'all have probably felt that at some point or another. So with that, I want to leave y'all with two things. First, don't let that feeling of guilt or shame be the reason you don't show up the next week. You are loved by God in heaven and your friends around you, and they would love it if you keep showing up. Second, once you feel comfortable, try and find someone that you can share with about why you're feeling this way. Part of why RUF has been so meaningful to me is that my friends in RUF the first people I've ever felt comfortable being vulnerable with. For me personally, vulnerability is a really difficult thing, and I ran away from it for a long time. But once I began to really open up, talk about things I was struggling with, and realized I wasn't doing it alone, things really started to change. My relationships had greater depth. I felt like I could deal with things I was struggling with in a healthy way, and I didn't have that sense of guilt or shame when I walked in the large group. Being vulnerable with my friends is what made all those good things I talked about earlier that much more meaningful. If you need advice about how to start this process of vulnerability, I definitely recommend talking to John, Ellis, or the interns. They've helped me a lot of it with a lot of it, and I'm sure they can do the same for you. All right. Thanks for listening. I hope you gleaned something from that. Go Deeks.
stuff. It's Molly. Um, just wanted to share a little bit about my time at Wake and my time with RUF. Um, I've always really loved going every week and I feel like RUF has really been a sanctuary for me in my time at Wake. Um, in the past four years that I've been there, I've gone through a lot of different things, a lot of different struggles and trials and the good and the bad. RUF has always been there for me and I'm really thankful for that. Um, and something particular I wanted to share with you guys is that, um, during a crisis around the time, this time last year, um, that I was going through something really traumatic, um, something that someone said to me was, um, just do the next normal thing. And that was a phrase that I held with me and through other struggles that I went through, through my mom being diagnosed with a brain tumor and having surgery, um, that was a phrase I really held on to and I would always think about do the next normal thing. And for me, a lot of the time that that would mean talk to my friends in RUF, hang out with my friends and family, um, to stop and breathe and just do what I would do normally. Um, but I'm sure as you all are experiencing in this crisis, there really is no normal anymore. Um, and so I've really been struggling with that. And I'm sure that you guys have been too. And so what I would say to you um, is to admit that, to be, do the next right thing. Um, take this extra time that you have to really consider um, what is God calling you to next? What is he challenging you with? Um, with all this extra time that we've been given, we've been given the time to wrestle with our faith and think about what's going on in the world. Um, and I would just challenge you guys as well as I challenge myself to think, Hey, um, what's the next right thing? Bye guys. Bye Love people. You. Thank y'all so much for, um, giving us seniors a chance to, um, reflect on what, uh, what RUF has meant to us during our time at wake. Um, and I just want to, uh, encourage y'all tonight with something that John has, uh, shared with us over and over again during, our time at wake, but, um, just the simple truth that God is at work. Um, and he really is changing you. Um, so much of my time at wake has, um, felt like I was, uh, was stuck, um, stuck in sin, uh, stuck in relationships, bored, cynical, burnt out, tired, um, failed attempts to reconcile with people. Um, for all this, I've wondered, um, where is God and uh, what is he doing? Um, and at best, uh, the joys of my life at Wake have been amazing, but they've been scattered and all over the place with all sorts of people. And you know this, you and I, we've sat in a large group. We've also played music, apologized to each other, drove to the desert, explored, lived together, wrote papers, um, prayed for our broken families, drove in the streak and deacon. We beat Duke. I met my wife here. Um, and now it all feels um, very fragmented, unfortunately, just because I'm talking to you from a, a video screen uh, hundred hundreds of miles away. And so um, my question has been for the last few weeks, how do I cobble all this together? Um, how do I make sense of, of uh, these memories? And uh, I think the truth is that the gospel is powerful enough to seep through the cracks of all of these experiences and somehow God has been doing something this whole time. Um, and I really believe that this is God's gift to us. Um, the truth that our life is jagged and his presence is seamless. And those are not contradictory 
um, those fit in um, perfectly with um, who we are and who he is. Um, in him, there is fullness and um, trusting in him is um, how we can get that fullness in our lives. Um, and just thinking about this fullness, I can't help but think about you all. Freshmen, um, I can't look at you without praising the Lord for the work that uh, he will do through you in the next three years. Um, as a class, you all are kind and have a tendency to love. Um, and that is so rare. And I've never seen anything like that my, during my time at Wake. And uh, that's been a gift to me. And I know that will be a gift to our brothers and sisters going forward. Um, sophomores, I, I see myself the most in you. Uh, as a sophomore, I, I learned what it meant to um, be a friend to somebody, um, to have friends, and in turn to rely fully on Jesus um, in kind of the uh, most extreme moments of my time at college. And I just want to thank you for encouraging me um, as you, I've seen you guys do the same. Um, juniors, I pray that the Lord will use you next year as you lead our campus. Um, you're equipped to do so, and He's with you. And, um, we have seen so much together, and I cannot wait to um, visit you guys as you guys bless our campus. Um, seniors, praise God for his faithfulness to us. Um, I love you all, and uh, I will see you soon. Um, Jay Bougie, Mary Clark, Ellis, Dakota, Matt, um, Sam Singfield, Robbie Kiefer, come on now. Um, you guys are his hands and feet, and um, and what you're doing um, is is changing us, is uh, changing this campus, and uh, his uh, his kingdom is coming. It, it really is, and so this is my encouragement to y'all. Um, he really gives new life. Jesus really redeems you. It may feel tired, it may feel slow, it may feel uncertain, but um, his death really has changed your life. Um, and uh, it is for everyone. It is for you. Um, and he is coming back. Uh, all right. I'm way past my time. I love y'all so much. Thank you, Jesus. And go Deeks. I just want to say a couple of words in closing tonight. First off, thank you. Thank you for this year. It's been a great privilege to serve you as your campus minister. I'm so thankful for all of you and seniors. Um, thank you. Thank you for showing me Jesus. I just want to uh, read to you briefly from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21, and just say a couple of things. This is the Apostle Paul. He writes, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. So the first thing I want us to see is that this is to him, who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. All of this. What is RUF for? It's a great question. It's for him. It's for the glory of Jesus. So everything that you just heard, how God is at work in our midst, the ways that he transforms lives of people as they walk through college, that is for his glory. And your life will have deep significance and meaning as you submit it to the glory of Jesus. As you walk into your life with open hands, with your highest aim being his glory, that is where real life is found. The second thing I want to share with you 
as he says that he does this according to the power at work within us. Now, what is that power? That is the power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. And the way that the Holy Spirit is at work in us, it's something that you heard again and again from these seniors, is they talked about the power of vulnerability, the power of being known by one another, and that the transformation that occurred in their lives happened as they uh, were honest and they felt their feelings with others and others felt their feelings with them and then they felt felt by others. I've said it before in RUF uh, that the way that God transforms us is by us knowing him knowing us. It's this experience of being known and loved and us knowing him knowing us. Us feeling others feeling our feelings. And that's what transforms us. Is that the Holy Spirit is at work in our midst, connecting us and transforming us from the inside out. Because it's only by the power of the risen Lord Jesus Christ that you have forgiveness of sins. That you can confess what's deep and hurting and scared and shameful and guilty and be met with love. And that is what will transform you. So listen to the testimony of these seniors. Take that risk. Be honest with one another and vulnerable with one another. And know that Jesus will transform you according to the power that raised him from the dead. And the third thing I want to share is that Paul writes that Jesus, that God would receive the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. This is to all generations. So he is writing to you. He's including you in this. And he says that the glory will be to Jesus Christ and the church. And it's often in the New Testament that we find Jesus and the church in the same breath. It's because Jesus, in his resurrection and in the sending of his spirit, has so united himself to us that you cannot say one without the other. That the image that the Bible gives us for where human history is heading is a great feast at a great wedding between God and his people. That the way that you will know who Jesus is most fully is in his church. In and amongst the people that he loves, the broken and sinful and boring and smelly and old and young, cool and uncool, um, diverse across the world people that is his church, Jesus has set his affection on his church. And guys, I want you to hear this. Often our, our sisters, the ladies, they hear us talk about, they'll hear the scripture talk about how we're adopted as sons. And they have, to, they have to get themselves inside of this masculine language to make sense of what God is doing in them. And we have to get ourselves inside this feminine language to make sense of what God is doing in us. Because he calls us his bride. And so he invites us into this deep intimacy of knowing the love of the bridegroom. That is the goodness that he has for us. Amen.